Okay. All right. Welcome to the soft side of crazy. <laughs> I'm your host, Lauren, <laughs> joined with my sweet friend, Rochelle, over here. Hello. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> um, this is a podcast where we talk about, but are not limited to, books, booze, and boys. So let's hop in today's episodes. Wait, it's just one episode today. Episode. Yeah, episode. Yeah. Let's hit it, crazies. Let's hit it. So for our booze today, we have Prosecco with frozen strawberries. I feel like it's fitting because our uh, lady is fancy. And we want to be fancy like her. Yeah, like she lives the champagne life while we live the dime life. A dime dozen life. A a dime budget life. Yeah, 100%. She's what we want to be. (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) So a little bit about our author of the book that we read, which is called Girl, Wash Your Face. Her name is Rachel Hollis. Rachel is a motivational speaker, blogger, and she calls herself a lifestyle coach? A lifestyle... Does she? Like a lifestyle guru, maybe? Yeah, yeah. She calls herself like a lifestyle mm. guru in her um, in her book quite often. Like, that's what her Instagram mm. and her blogging is about. So, apparently, I had to Wikipedia her a little bit. But she got her start working at Merrimax, which is a production studio. Yes. And then she went on to um, start her own event company. And she currently runs the Chic site. Oh, she calls herself a lifestyle a lifestyle blogger is what she calls herself. So on her website, it's all like it's like fashion, oh, and cooking, yeah, and um, how to be a mom, how to be mom. <laughs> travel. <laughs> In case you forgot. <laughs> uh, but apparently, I found this super interesting. She gained notoriety from an Instagram post where she showed her stretch marks. Oh, from from like her. yeah yeah, that's, that's really cool. Ten million views. That's wow. the Instagram post got ten million views or ten. She, I don't know. It said ten million views. Maybe they meant like shares or likes or whatever. I wonder if she was like one of the first ones. You know, because now it's yeah common. yeah. I feel like it is pretty common now mm-hmm. to to show your stretch marks. Or I like mean, your imperfections. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if she was like one of the first. Oh well, you know. She would probably be the first to tell us if she was one of the first. (laughs) Yeah, it says in the back, the jacket, she's the foremost authority on premium digital content. Yep, there it is. Wow. If you need to know anything about digital content, please see Rachel Hollis. Uh, She's super humble. So that was my favorite part of the book, I think, just how humble she was. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the book. The book is called Girl, Wash Your Face. It is a self-help book. Would you call it that? I would definitely call it a self-help book. Yeah. So she basically starts off the chap- each chapter with, like, a lie we tell ourselves. Well, I mean, I would say a lot of them are tailored. Like, I would say half of them are tailored to the, to the public, and the other half are mm-hmm. tailored to her. Or do you like think, like, half are to tailored her. to the public and half are tailored to, like, moms? Oh, no, it is to her. Like, I feel like it's the lies, yeah, the lies were, were spe- some of them were specific mm-hmm. to her, and some of them I felt like could have been, you know, general lies mm-hmm. that women in general tell themselves. Yeah. Like, she, she did it, she did a, a little bit of a mi- mixed bag. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, 
Um, ultimately, it's meant to help you encourage, you know, yourself, yourself, your best, your your best life is what she wants you to kind of live. That's gross. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't want to jump into the bad because I feel like I could just nonstop talk about it. Should we talk about the good first? Yeah, we should talk okay, about the good. Okay, let's talk about the good. So, I mean, I found the second to last chapter to be really good. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs> when, when she starts to wrap up. <laughs> no, I thought that, I mean, I, I thought that what was in here was... Good. I mean, I think, um, and I did, I did talk to a couple other women about, about this particular book cause we read it. read it. Yeah. We read it in okay. like a, a book club and I, I told them that I thought it was good for people who probably hadn't gone to therapy, hadn't mm. done a lot of the, a lot of the work yet. Um, did anybody in your book club like it? Yeah. Everybody else liked it? No, no. <laughs> not everybody else liked it, but not everybody else was as offended, I think, as mm. me. Yeah, because I, I mean, I can see that there are parts of this book that are good, but as a whole, I find this book to be, like, problematic. I do, too. Okay. Yeah, but I, but I do think, like I said, like, I think the people who need it are probably the people who are reading it, which is good. I mean, I guess. Do you think that the people that are getting things out of it are maybe just starting to, like, explore self-improvement? Yeah. Like, maybe I don't have to be the way that I am right now forever. Let me start to unearth how I can change. Yeah. Okay. I, and I think, like, I, it's interesting to me, too, and this is this this would be going to one of the things that I dislike about the book, but it's interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's, it's a... A Christian publisher. Yeah, I think we can get to the fact that it's definitely, like, not a Christian book No. Yeah, so I think... I don't know if we I, should get to that now or later. Yeah, like, I think she's hitting a, a larger market than she... Than, like, for instance, Lisa Turkhurst probably would. Yeah, I would agree. Like, this is more, like, mainstream than Lisa Turkhurst. Right. Like, and, and so I think because of that, I think a lot of what she says oh. resonates with people because a they, wider audience. Yeah, they might not be the mm-hmm. um the exact audience of that Christian publisher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean I I I see what you're saying for sure. Like and I agree with that. I don't think this is like well, I don't think this is a Christian book. No. Um I think she taught like does she talk a lot about Jesus? I think she has about four Bible scriptures in there, okay. and actually they were W they were W E B, and I was like, she got these on the web, <laughs> and until I until I researched it, and it was like actually a type of Bible, yeah. and I was like, oh okay, never. I was like really about to go like all hands on deck with that one, like yeah, great, great. Oh, you Wikipedia'd this? Okay, cool. <laughs> I think that she, if my memory serves, because I have read this. There's, it's been a, a while since I've read this, that she talks a lot about God, but I don't think she talks a lot about Judah. No, I don't think she talks a lot about God either. Yeah, I would agree. But um, I think, like, God is safer. Do you know what I mean? Like, most people... Sure, like a like a bigger... God. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like a bigger universe uh-huh. type of person rather than the person who... Right. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah, no matter what... So I would say, like, Lisa Turker, she definitely, like, fills her book with, like, scripture and... Talks a lot about Jesus. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't even see, 
I'm thumbing through it. I don't even see Jesus on here. Yeah, no, I actually don't think she mentions Jesus <laughs> at all. Like, the person we're supposed to shape our life around. Solid. Like, do we need him in here? No. <laughs> so, I mean, whether or not you believe in Jesus or God or whatever, this is a is marketed as a Christian book. So, I think that, right. that's interesting. I do, I mean, too. I didn't feel like my faith was strengthened in any way by reading that. I no. feel like it was lessened. <laughs> I actually fell out of love for God <laughs> more <less>. than I. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think of, like, other good, like, traits. I think that the beginning of the chapters, like, her big ideas, I think are important for a lot of women to hear. Like, the chapter titles, not the content. Sure. But if you would, like, run down the chapter titles, I think those are important for, like, women to believe yeah yeah like for instance the lie i'm not good enough right it's super important for people to right that they're enough no matter what right loving him is enough for me does she mean god <laughs> no she, yeah she meant she means a man she does mean a man oh, oh yeah does she means the man or just no a man? just a man mm, that's see i don't know if that's healthy no, she's saying the lie is loving him is enough oh, for me. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to be a mom. I'm sure there are lots of moms right. that feel that way out there. Lauren and I are both not mothers. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I mean, I have a cat, so that counts for yeah, something. I have a dog. We're pet parents. Um, I'm defined by my weight. I mean, super important. Yeah. Body image. Right. 100%. There's there's only one right way to be. Great. Yeah. I would say though that those are where the the good titles stop. Okay, let's hear some of the problematic. The problematic titles. I'm going to marry Matt Damon. But that's a lie. Like we all believe that. You know what I mean? Like we all believe in our like. Don't didn't you believe at one time like when you were younger like I'm destined to have this epic love story with someone like yeah of importance in some way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and the like, fantasy of yeah. like your prince charming. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess the thing that made it more problematic was that like she literally she, met Matt Damon. Yeah. Like that's where that's why she got that job at Miramax is to like meet right. him, right? Right. Like yeah. and and I don't know like and that that goes again on more like the more problematic of the story it gets. Like, I think she doesn't realize her privilege. Maybe mm. she does, but but I don't think that she... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that she includes it right. in in this. And she, I don't, and yeah, I don't yeah, just yeah, mean, yeah. like... Like, I don't... She didn't really... She, it, she makes it sound like she comes from, like, a poor family. I know. She never really delved into her childhood, like, fully. I was super interested to learn, like what her parents were like. Right. I know that she, like, left home really young. Yeah. And her brother committed suicide, which is super sad. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there was some trauma in her childhood. Right, right. I don't know what kind beyond that. Yeah. I would assume that there was something, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess the, the thing for me... Yeah, the thing for me is, like, she doesn't really talk about her past other than the trauma. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, the bigger thing is, like, she just completely leaves out that she's... I mean, like, how did she get this job at Miramax? Right. Like, you don't just... You probably don't just walk in one day and... Right. I don't know. So I feel like... I feel like she misses... She misses the point where she's... Yeah. Like, I feel like she misses the point that she's been privileged to probably have a lot of... Not that she doesn't work her ass off to get there. Like, don't... I mean, you know, like, I totally get it. 
She sounds like a hard worker. Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely think she worked her ass off to get to where she is today. So I'm not negating any of that, but I do think she probably came from a place of privilege. Right. And, and that is not touched on. At like, all. I think she wants us to believe that she pulled up her bootstraps. Mm. She she dug she dug real hard into the dirt <laughs> and she just she's got that job. you know what I mean made like made it happen yeah like and that's what a lot of her book is it's just like if you basically right. visualize and will things right. like listen I have been visualizing and willing <laughs> myself to get like a boyfriend to get a million dollars like they're just not happening for mm-hmm. me so it's a little like sometimes it's a little of roll, roll of the eyes you know what I mean like right. yeah I'll just will all of this to happen and that's just not how it works. Yeah, and I'm so trying I, to like I'm trying to quickly like Google and try and find um like something about her childhood. Yeah, well, and I didn't find anything on her Wikipedia okay. about her childhood. Um, I mean, she married somebody wealthy. Yeah, I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. like he was a big shot, or maybe not a big shot, but he was bigger than she was in Which, the production company. Right, right. I think by the time that they met, she had her own like company, right? No, she was still working, I think, at Miramax when they met, and, and then she, and then I, then I think as they dated, she started to Mm. branch off into her own. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there has to have been some kind of privilege there. And I guess, like, yeah, and, and it just upsets me a little that she doesn't really, like, Like talk about that, because the general population is not gonna, probably does not have... And I, I'm hypothesizing here, too. I could be totally off base. But the general population that's reading her book probably does not come from the same privileged background that she does. And so she's telling these women just like, hey, right. pull yourself up, wash your face, get it together. And it's like, well, you're also talking to a population of hurt people, people with trauma, people with right. lesser financial means, lesser family need, You know what I mean? Like You can't just involvement. yourself. Right a lot of times into, like, having her life, basically. Right. Does she talk about, like, wash your face at all in, in the book? I think it's at the... I know it's, at like, the, the last sentence where it's, like... Oh. Where it's kind of, like, a, that last chapter is... That was is the other thing. The last... It's kind of funny because I feel like she goes through all of these lies and she talks so much about herself that I had a really hard time, like, digging through the crap of herself to get to like, how am I supposed to implement this in my life? Um, and that last chapter is the theme of the book. And that's the only time she really mentions like the actual theme of the book. That's like the last lie is that you need a hero. Right. That's what she's saying. Rise up from where you've been. Scrub away the tears. Girl, wash your face. Yeah. Gross. And, and that's, that's like, that's, and, but it's, but like I said, the other chapters I feel like are so full of, like her that it's hard right. to did you feel that way like when you were reading like I never got like the title yeah like still like <laughs> I still don't get it I just I it's it. just about like get like basically like you know that Miranda Lambert song where she breaks up with the boyfriend and, and no the one where she like where her mama oh, tells her to put ma- like put makeup oh. on she breaks up with the boyfriend yeah yeah it's kind of like that, right? Like, don't let people, like, wash your face. Like, get up. Stop pouting. Like, stop pouting. it. You know, like, get up, start your day, start your life. Clean slate. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It, well, that's, I mean, that's the way I took it. I yeah. Don't know, I, could be I mean, wrong. I, I would agree. But, yeah, I feel like the, the stuff in the middle is, like. 
I don't even like the stuff at the end. You know what I mean? Like, some things can't just be made better by washing your face and starting over. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very, oh, it's just very triggering. Yeah. <laughs> there's this one, there's this one chapter okay. where, where she specifically says, and I don't know if I, I actually don't know if I tagged it or not. She's for sure, like, she must be paid by Diet Coke because Diet Coke oh, yeah. like, 20 times. <laughs> Um, but there's this one, oh, here, I, I did take it. I don't know, like, what copyright laws are and stuff, so and I do not own any like, of this. Reading from the book, but. <laughs> but she says, um, as it turns out, I'm actually a really good long-distance runner. I have short little legs, so Dave, her husband, or basically anyone, can beat me in a sprint all day long. But here's the deal. Very, and that's italicized, very few people and I can say this confidently, can mind over matter themselves as well as I can. I've lived through 52 hours of labor. I've built a company from the ground up using street smarts and the cash from my day job. I've built my life on not giving up on the goals I set for myself. So if I say I'm going to run 13 miles, I am darn well going to run 13 miles. That is, to me, that paragraph is the epitome of, like, the whole book. Right. She talks about herself yeah. in a non-humbling way, you know, the yeah. whole time. And I'm then... Like, I'm so great just because of my willpower. If you don't have the same willpower right. as me, you're not as good as me. Yeah. Or you're not good. After I read that paragraph, I wrote down, I'm so good at everything. Oh. You can be too but not as good as me. <laughs> like that. There are very few people, <laughs> if any, that have the same willpower. That's how I felt the entire time I was reading Ugh. this book. Like, the whole time I was just like, we get it. You're so good at everything. Like, I wasn't sure if her point of the book was, like, to make me feel like I'm not good, and I, but, but I want to be like her, so like I'm going to, like, shit. yeah, like, like so I'm going to try really hard to be like you. Like, it, it's like reverse psychology. Like, is she reverse psychology in us? Like, just telling us how good she is so that we can feel, like, so shitty that in the end we rise up like a phoenix from the ashes and rise <laughs> above her? Like, I'm not really sure. I think that, like, she would, like, I think her idea is that she was taking herself a quote-unquote flawed person and if she can do it you can too mm. it doesn't come off no, that way not at all like not at all she doesn't present herself to be on the same playing field as us anyone. peasants anyone yeah like humans like the peasants who are reading this book right have you done enough study on my lifestyle blog or if you yeah. haven't done at least 10 hours of my lifestyle blog, you will not be on the same level as me. That's why we're drinking champagne, because I feel like it's a very, like, ritzy attitude. Yeah, very Californian. Yes. One of our scriptures, like, one of the few scriptures that are actually in here is the, in, uh, in the, the, the chapter of se about sex. Oh, my gosh. And that's another thing, too, is, like, <laughs> she's, she says, um... She takes this Bible scripture and then she basically says, this is what it means. Well, at least to me. It might not mean this at all. Oh, yeah. Now, straight up, I'm not sure if I'm reading this right. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's okay to not be knowledgeable about Bible scriptures. Like, I think that's totally fine. But I also don't think it's appropriate as a 
as a Christian under a Christian publisher to, to use, to use a Bible scripture that you really haven't. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. She, I mean, she gives her like, uh, she gives her very like biased Christian opinion in every, pretty much every chapter. Yeah. And I mean, it's, to me, it's just extremely bold. Like she's talking about premarital, like it's just, it's just confusing. She's talking about how she had premarital sex, right? Yeah. How that was wrong. So then they got married. <laughs> then she Which did, is the solution for every right, Christian relationship, right. by and the way. And it's like kind of a toxic relationship. At first, at least. Yeah. Then they got married. Then she talks about how she can't have any orgasms, or she never could. And then she talks about how Hebrews 13.4 plays in, and... What does Hebrews 13.4 say? Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the bed be undefiled. And then she basically takes that to say that you can do whatever you want in the bedroom. Except for porn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and with your Except husband. Except for porn. And yes, you must be married in a heterosexual relationship. I don't know that she specifies heterosexual. She implies it because it has, like, it has to be, or wait, did she talk about same-sex marriage in here? Does she touch on that? I don't know that she touches on same-sex marriage, but she does talk about, like, surrounding yourself with people who are, like, in the last chapter. Who aren't like Who aren't you. like you. And her best friend is gay. Like so, gay people. Yeah. Like, you're one black friend, you know? Yeah. I'm, I like gay people. I, I have one gay yeah. friend. I'm not racist because I know that black guy at mm-hmm. work. Yeah. I'm not against homosexuality because my best friend is gay. <laughs> who is it? Who else does that? Like, Candace Cameron Burr. Her best friend is um, Indian, right? And she's always like, yeah. yeah, like, I, my best friend is Indian. And, oh, look, Kimmy Gimbler doesn't believe in God. Yeah, like, we think that just because we have people who are outside of our, like, our, like, who are outside of our belief system or right. different than us, that it gives us, like, a free pass to, right. like, yeah, to be, like, like, even in the book, she talks about how she asks them a bunch of questions, like, like, basically, like, how does, how does being gay work? Can... Can you tell me that? You know, yeah. or you could just not ask any questions right. and just be like, I love you for who you are. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to. Whatever you I don't, share is I, okay. Yeah, like, I literally don't need to know anything about your life yeah. other than, are you a good friend to me? Great. Oh. <laughs> it's just so, it's so awful. It's so awful. Yeah. And, like, I'm th- I think of the, like, 18 or 19-year-old girls that are reading this and, like, She's relating to them because she had sex out of wedlock. Like, regardless of what you believe in, premarital sex or not, this book, this book's message is extraordinarily confusing because she talks about premarital sex, why it's wrong. So, bad relationship. She got married. Right. And how everything except for porn, I wish I would have closed, just closed that book. How everything except for porn inside the marriage is totally fine. Yeah. And that is how you're going to find your orgasm. <laughs> Apparently. 
in case you haven't found it by the time you're 20. In yeah. In case I feel so I, bad for you. I wonder if she, like, came in with, like, the Bible before they went to bed and was like, honey, have you read Hebrews 13.4? Like, I just want you to know I've had a revelation. Oh, God. This is basically telling me that we can't watch porn, but you should be giving me orgasms. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. And so, like, she's basically saying pornography is extremely damaging to the consumer and the people being used as objects. So, basically, anybody that has viewed pornography is bad and damaged. Um, I com- Committing to your orgasm, good job, Rachel. Yeah, I'm I agree. Hands down. Yeah, like, we all should be mm-hmm. – that should be a given mm-hmm. in any marriage mm-hmm. or relationship. It doesn't need to be a marriage. Any relationship – both partners should be orgasming. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Like, why are we just like, oh, are you done? Okay, yeah, I'll try again tomorrow. That, I mean, that sums up my 20s. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. We all have to learn. Um, yeah, I don't know. But she, yeah, she's like, I'm going to talk about sex with, as a married Christian woman. Oh, yeah. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah. It's hard for me to read married Christians women's take on sex as a non-married Christian Christian woman. woman. I think it's difficult, too, because, well, at least I, like, I would consider myself a Christian, but I believe in premarital sex. Right. I believe in having orgasms all sort of marriage. <laughs> and I believe in same-sex marriage and blah, 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 blah. Right, so, yeah, know, like, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I don't think you have to be married to find your I don't think so either. <laughs> what was the what was the lie of that? I, oh, I'm bad, I'm at, bad at I'm sex. bad at sex. She probably was. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where I ha- where I haven't been like, no, like, I didn't orgasm, so we're not done. Oh, I think that's good. I have been. Yeah. But I'm not currently. Like, and I haven't in the recent past. Right, right. Um, I mean, I think that's just more so being, like, comfortable with your body. Right, I agree. And I think if she would have just stayed in that realm, you know, like, having body confidence, speaking right. up for yourself... Being comfortable with your body. Yeah. Like, I think that she would have, like, given the message or gotten the message across a lot. Right. If not clearer, a lot better. Right. Well, and I think this is, I mean, I think that chapter was probably particularly difficult, too, because she does talk about, before that chapter, she talks about her relationship with. Yeah, I was about to, like, go back to that. With her. um, On that, I talked about sex. But before that um, sex talk, she talks about her and her husband's relationship. Yeah, I think that's this. Loving him is enough for me. So that's the lie. That's the lie. Loving him. Oh, yeah. So she, so. There's a chapter in between those two. So it's funny, too, because the first, (laughs) the first line is the, I fell in love with him the first time I saw him, which. Bullshit. Okay. And then another lie later on is I thought I was going to marry Matt Damon. So once again, she's, she's already given you, she's already given you the problem with the relationship is that, is that like she looked at this guy and idealized like this relationship, 
Like, to me... Without, it, like, knowing the person. Right. Right, right, right. And to me, I felt like the whole chapter... So, long story short, is she she meets this guy who's... what? Not, is he nine? What, what's the age I think difference? He's, I mean, he's definitely older than her. It's like... Um, is it nine years? Eight years. Okay. Eight years. So, he was eight years older, but I think they she met like, when she was 19. She was 19 when <gasps> they met. So eight years older, she was 19. I mean, she had to like. So still a child. Yeah. She didn't even tell him that. I think she told him he, she was 21. Solid. Yeah. Solid. That's a great way to start a relationship. Yeah. So Super great. they met at like the, I think Miramax and yep. he was like a, kind of like a businessman or like a, some type of mm-hmm. person there. And she was like a, like a secretary or sounded like, or some type of assistant. Yeah. And so they had kind of casual passings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then they started they hook up. having sex. Yeah, they yeah. hook up. They hook up. Like they're casually dating. Yeah, they're casually dating. And I don't, I think it, I mean, for like a year, it sounded like yeah. casual. Casual sex. Yeah, like for like a year, <laughs> like just casual dating. Yeah. And then. Um, Which is fine. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. And so anyway, they. At um, any age. They ended up, um, getting into, uh, would you call it like, it's like a toxic relief. Yeah. I was, I don't want to use the word abuse cause I don't think it's like, I don't know if it's that strong. Like it didn't indicate that strong to me, but definitely, definitely it sounded like they were like yeah. probably like verbal altercations and like, yeah, not a whole like lot. Fighting. But not, like, emotion. well, kind of. He kind of, like, emotionally he, abused Yeah, her. he kind of did, yeah. And, you know, I mean, to be, like, she was, like, she was young. She Her self-confidence definitely was not probably where it needed to be in order to date someone eight years older than her. Or, I mean, he, I think, also, he just didn't want a relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, he, it's not, yeah, he wanted to hit it and quit it and right. then come back when he was in town, hit it and quit it right. again. Like, and she kind of... She didn't want, yeah, she, right, she romanticized the yeah. situation, which I think she is honest about that later on in the 100%. chapter. Like, she does say that she romanticized yeah. the situation. But anyway, they ended up, um, Break up. Bra- breaking up, and, yeah, they ended up breaking up, and, um, she basically, like, left him a, I think she left him a message that said, like, like voicemail, right? Yeah, like, I'm done. Yeah, she like yelled at him. Like, yeah, like I'm this. Done. This and he comes. Yeah, in the middle. Of the in the night. middle of the night, knocking on her door. Yeah, totally and realistic like, and happens all the time. And, and is like, don't leave me. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. Yeah, yeah. we can we can work this out. Mm-hmm. And she says about one line in the chapter that says, "This is not everybody's relationship. Right. This is not normal." But I think. She never says that this is ab, like this is abnormal. Right. Yeah, it like, totally is. That this is like luck. And I don't sometimes lay awake in the middle of the night wondering if <laughs> this will all like revert to right. the way that it started. Right. 100%. Yeah. So the. So. Yikes. Okay, so that, that triggered you a bit, that whole. Relationship. That, I think, was the biggest problem for me. Yeah. And that she, if that's how their relationship started, totally fine. That's how, like, 75% of relationships start, or, like, half, you know. Like, oh, like, casual sex, casual. and, yeah. like, just casual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if, so if that's how your relationship started, fine. Right. Don't include that in, like, a self-help book. Yep. 
That is where I took issue yeah. with it. That's yeah. where I took issue with it too, because I think that she's again her her point of view, yeah. like her market. You know, th- these people are probably coming to her struggling with either relationships yeah. or why haven't I found a relationship or not even that, but like I'm in a marriage and why isn't it good? And maybe, oh, 100%. you know what I mean? Like it's and, either that or the kid thing. Right. Like, either or. Yeah. Like yeah. these people are coming to her for help and then they get this like literal fairy tale. Yep. Ideal sized relationship. A rom-com. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And it, I, I, I took issue with it being in here as well. I mm-hmm. could have, you know, it shouldn't be in a different here. book, in a different book, maybe a book about marriage, maybe a book about, I don't know, but like, no, it did not, be- <laughs> I don't think it belonged in this book. It just didn't belong in this book yeah. because I think you have too many women out there who are looking for this, this book to be the answer to their prayers. Oh, 100%. And when they are struggling with whatever it is, a void of some sort, mm-hmm. they're going to look at that and be like, oh, so that, so Nothing. Billy, Billy just hasn't hasn't changed yet. Yeah, no, fuck Billy. What? Yeah, dump <laughs> Billy. Dump him. <laughs> Billy is not the per- the person for he's, you. He's not going to come back in the middle of the night when you leave no. a voicemail that says I'm leaving you. He's going to be like, like finally, yeah. that bitch is gone. Right. Finally, I didn't have to break up with her. Yeah, like. Were we dating? I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to his friends like, this girl thought we were dating. Yeah. I just wanted sex. Yeah, no, break up with Billy now. Mm-hmm. Don't even, don't wait for him to come around. But that, mm-hmm. that was, yeah, that I did not, I took issue with it being in this book as well because I felt like I am somebody who idealize, like, idealizes yeah. relationships. Like, I am somebody who, who dips into the fantasy right. world, like, right. really easily with relationships. Like, I have to remember to, like, hey, this is, you live on planet Earth. Keep it casual. Keep it normal. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if if I've seen you and you're, like, texting me every day, like, we are together now. <laughs> We're in a committed relationship. If I, if I see you liking anyone else's Instagram posts, like, I'm dumping your ass. <laughs> like, I'm going sure. to see your phone every day. <laughs> so, like, I did not, like, thankfully, I've had three years of therapy where I can yeah. read that chapter and I can go, nope, that's not. Right. That is not normal. It's not what, um... We should, it's not what we should be looking for in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the lie of the chapter, loving him is enough for me, that's the lie. But, right. <laughs> but she never she never leaves the chapter with a... Like I a mean, truth? Yeah, like her, her big, like, breakout moment of that chapter was that she dumped him over voicemail. You broke like, up with someone, way to go. Yeah, like, it was not empowering in the sense that, like, and had mm-hmm. he left. Right. She didn't, I, like, learn anything. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like, you shouldn't have chose that relationship. Like, choose a high I school. I know. Yeah, I mean, she was 19, Lauren. I guess. But it's like, don't choose a relationship that ends up exactly how every woman in America wants it to end up. Uh, and then say loving him is enough for me as the lie. That No, you're not painting a lie. A lie. You're now painting a lie for others that now they have to go and correct themselves. After reading that chapter, people have to go and correct themselves now. Yeah. They yeah. have to go do their own work. I, yeah, that was the, that was the worst chapter for me. That was the worst chapter. Yeah. I don't know that it was the worst chapter for me, but it did leave like a, 
a taste in my mouth when it came to the chapter about sex, when it came to the chapter about Matt Dillon, you know, or Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Dillon is also very good looking. <laughs> yeah, he is. Even better than Matt Damon. But I think, like, that chapter... You know, I kept coming, like, anytime she talked about a relationship, I was like, well, I'm not taking relationship <laughs> advice from you. Like, Ugh. I think that I'm bad at sex really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> but I think it was mainly because she used a Bible verse, like, very willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- those are like the, pe- like, that's like the West, West, uh, West Baptist, what are Westboro? Westboro. Baptist. Yeah, the Westboro yeah. Baptist. Like they use their Bible verses very willy nilly too. Yeah. Like however it suits them. Oh sure. Yeah, like that's how it's gonna go. Oh, the and people that say like you shouldn't have tattoos or gay people are right sinning. Yeah, and yeah. To be fair, I think that we all do that as Christians. Like we see sure. a Bible verse and and we internalize it and make it kind of or choose the ones that resonate with. Right. Them. Yeah, right. and we kind of make it into our own like you know, we what think will help you the most. Right. Right. Sure. So I, I, I do get that, but also like, <laughs> it was a really like specific, one. but I also just feel like there's so many other Christian writers who just like do it yeah. better. Yeah. You know, I'll pick up Lisa Turker's most recent book. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like there are just other Christian writers who, when they spow out Jesus, I feel like they know what they're talking about. And a lot of them do because they've studied, you know, they're theologists. Like, they have studied the scripture. And I'm not just not saying, like, every person who's a theologist knows exactly what the scripture says and means and things like that. But I, I, I would never, I would never give a friend, like, I'd never sit a friend down on the couch, give them advice and be like, you know what I read in 13.4, like Hebrews 13.4? And this is how I've used it. You can use it however you want. No, that's not. I no. Right like, I don't think that's how it works. Do everything except for porn. That's yeah. What that's what we learned. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rachel. Everything but porn. Everything but porn. But only when you're married. Yeah. There's anything left to say. <laughs> I hope that people found it helpful. I found it the opposite of helpful. Yeah, I hope that people got out of it what they wanted to get yeah, out of it like yeah. i mean there were like the last two chapters for me were empowering i didn't mm. need them because i've been to therapy but they were empowering mm-hmm. still um so my final recommendation would not would be to not recommend this to anybody but oh absolutely yeah like i would never be like this is a you mm-hmm. know what you should read anything but this right but i do think rochelle is right you should read lisa turkers anything of hers is amazing i think christian i think if you're not christian i think it's still helpful but she leans heavy yeah she does yeah yeah you're right if you're not christian you probably will still get something out of it but she does lean heavy on the on the scripture and the jesus so Mm um yeah i oh god this is i don't think this read is for people who are sustaining who are sustaining their mental health. No. I... This will put you back. Yeah. I feel like that. No, like, for real, though. Like, I was reading, like, I... This is what I was actually going to tell you the other day at the strawberry picking farm. What were you going to tell me at the farm? Remember I was telling you about how... Yeah. I feel like it is, like, what you said. People... I feel like people who are dipping into Mm self-care, mental health, like... 
people who are are just starting to get into that, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, sure, like, read read this book. Don't necessarily, like, it's not your Bible. Don't let it be your Bible. But read it, you know. Um, but for people, like, who are sustaining their mental yeah. health, like, no. It did not work for me. Like, I'm in a moment right now where I'm pulling out some of the things I haven't used in a few years to, like, just be, you know, yeah. healthy. This will make you angry. And it was like, yeah, it was like, no, oh, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. Um, but it I think... It made me really, like, really mad. You know she has a new book. Ugh. I know. Well, listen... She's got a blog, so we can never run out of things from the mouth of Rachel Hollis. Like, we'll never run out of them. Yeah. She has a new book. In one year, she's lived enough life to generate a whole new book's worth of content. And uh, the last thing I want to touch on is how often she uses the slang word girl. That's, like, a Christian... I think that's the only thing she picked up from, like, the Christian... Oh, like... The Christian publishers. Like, like Southern if, Christian. Yeah, like like if yeah. you if you say girl, to me that's like, those those Christians will just like those Christian girls will just hook onto it. Like I feel like Lisa says it a lot too. I mean Lisa's more Southern than she, I mean she's from California. She's not Southern at all. Right. But what that's is where is Lisa? Is Lisa from like North Carolina? I don't know. South Carolina, something like that. The Carolina. Yeah, so she south. looks she looks like a Carolina. She does. She Lady looks leggings and girls. <laughs> We do too. So I feel, yeah. Um, so I feel, I feel like Lisa has a little more. She can use it a little plain. more, but yeah. But is that southern? To me, that's like appropriating. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like girl, wash your face. You can edit that out. <laughs> but to me, that's like appropriation. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But I didn't notice Lisa Turk and Lisa Turker's last book. Her doing it. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and, and look. Yeah. Huh. And I don't like how often she uses it. She does use it a lot. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Like, girl. And, like, no. That's, to me, that's not Southern. To me, or it might be Southern. Sure, but. sure. No, I can see where I can see where you're coming from with that. I didn't, I've never thought of it that way, but yeah. it makes sense. Huh. Say it to people that I actually mean it to. Like, I've never heard you say it. Yeah, like, I say it about people. Like, for instance, like, if I think somebody is, oh. like, you know, I'll be, like, so I'll be telling somebody the story, and then I'll be, like, and I was, like, girl. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Like, I, I use it as, like, a come on to people that, yeah. like, didn't use don't their brain. Don't have it. Yeah. yeah. Together. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. That's a good <laughs> pondering Rachel Hollis, glad you're a billionaire. Yeah. I wish I could be one. You're really helping the world. I think if I just will myself to be a billionaire, it'll happen one of these days. I, the cover is my favorite part. The fact that she's in ripped jeans and Chuck Taylors is just one of the girls. Just one of the girls. Just one of the girls. Also, there's a fire hydrant that's clearly not hooked up to any water line. And it's skewing water. Her so face is. Not wet, but her hair is. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about the fact that she has written fiction novels. I know, I was going to touch on that, but I don't want to, like, read them. I know, I don't want to read them either. I don't think they were successful, because she self-published them. I just, right? have a, I just have a feeling that they're awful. Same. And it, the reason I didn't want to bring it up is because, like, I 
I do not want to hate on somebody who is doing their craft. Like, obviously, she's a writer. Right. Well, obviously, she's successful in whatever she's doing because she's successful. Yeah, and I I don't want to hate on strong women who are especially, like, successful women. You know, like, this is not like a, um, I was going to call it a gangbang thing. (laughs) Not with this. It's absolutely not. Definitely not a gangbang. Not a gangbang. <laughs> and then not ganging a gang up. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not a gang. I'm not ganging up. Like, I'm really not trying to gang up on Rachel Hollis. I just, you know, I just want to make sure that people out there have the knowledge. Like, yeah, I think that it's become such a hit. I think that I've read some bad articles. So I have two. I think two. that they're I have out two. there. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think that they're coming from, like, I mean, take it for what it's worth. We're not necessarily, like, traditional Christians. Right. But I also don't think that it was coming from, like, a Jesus-believing perspective. I don't I don't time. either. Yeah, I don't either. And we believe in, in Jesus. Yeah. Just in case you were murky. Um, but I, I, it, it's rough. I, but I'm happy that she's successful. I am too. I am too. I'm very happy that any woman is successful. Mm-hmm. Like, any any woman out there is successful. Like, I'm happy for your success. That's the other thing that I just don't feel like she's for women. In what way? Did you feel like she was for women? I feel like she's for herself. Right. That's, do you think that she just happens to be a woman, or do you think that she's, like, for women? I think she's for women. I feel, I I think in her day-to-day life, she probably is. But I also think she is, she is for herself. I think. Or do you think she's for, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know, which isn't the same thing. It's not the same thing. And here's the other thing, too, is, like. I mean, I said, like, just just me being white, like, I'm already privileged. Right. You know what I mean? So it's 100%. like... 100%. We are both white. Yeah. And privileged. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's hard, it's hard, because, like, I, it's hard to call, like, it's hard to call her privileged and feel like, like, I, listen, when I say privileged, I mean she's in another, like, tax bracket. Right. Like, that's she's what I mean. She's more privileged than we are. We are still privileged. Right. She's just more privileged. Right, yeah. Yep. But you're right. I, yeah, I, I, yes, I feel like she is for privileged women. I don't think she is for the women who are, who are really, really, really struggling with their trauma mm-hmm. and really trying to, um, that would really need get out of the gutter. Right. Like, when I read this, I don't see anybody who's in the gutter no. benefiting from it, but I, I could be totally wrong. You know, I, um, I went to church, uh, last weekend Good and job. thank you. And, um, <laughs> I have not been in I, years. Well, it's been a while for me too, because Close my church, year. the one church that I moved to is like so far away now. It's, it's like, in Illinois, it's, right? well, it's 30 minutes and it's really not that bad of a drive. Like in the summers <laughs> when I'm, when I'm not, when I'm not. Working, but when I'm working, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, I hear you. You know, it's like 30 minutes away. Okay, so anyway, um, I went to church this past weekend, and my friend said somebody at our church read this book and it changed her life. Like it literally changed, changed her, her life. life. You know how so? Did she say how? She's starting now to like a like a business. 
in, okay. in like one of her passions. So something that okay. she's been like passionate about. Okay. She's like start. She's like starting to do that as yeah. her. I think her like her full time job. I mean, I could totally see why this would be inspirational, helpful, inspirational. Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. That is true. Yes, okay. you've hit the nail on the head. It's inspirational, not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Or someone that just needs, like... A kick yeah. in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, go get him, tiger. Yeah. Like, yeah. somebody who needs a cheerleader. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's a good cheerleader. She's she just not a great... Um, like, this is how pra- to practical. Do yes. That was one of the things, like, I, I had written down, too, is, like... When I was reading, I said very little action steps for people who are actually struggling. Yeah, she like she writes at the end of the, each chapter things that mm-hmm. helped me, but it's it's definitely like marginalized to things that actually helped her as an individual. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were there were very like, and I think when when you are somebody who is struggling or when you are somebody who's looking who's literally looking to make a difference in in you know, your life or your daily, like, habits, there's not a whole lot of actual to-dos. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that would have been helpful. Yeah. That would have been helpful. But... I can also see people that, like... I mean, there's a lot of women out there that have never had an orgasm in their marriage. You know, like, there's a lot of people out there that probably... Um, feel like crappy moms. You know what I mean? That just need, like, a cheerleader to be like, you can get through this day. It's okay if your kids are messy. Yeah. Or it's okay if your house is messy. Or you're super tired. Like, we get it. Right. Like, that's probably all that they need is just someone to say, like, or what some people need. Like, I see you. I hear you. Yeah. I agree. So, in that realm. Yeah, so if that's what you're looking for. And that's maybe why it's so popular because a lot most people don't want to change. That's true. Just, that is so true. They don't want to change. They just want to know that they're not in it alone. Yep. Right? Like yep. you want to know. Want validation. Yeah. Like, yes. I'm not gonna change who I am, what I'm doing, <laughs> but I wanna know that other people feel as shitty as I mm-hmm. do on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for reminding us that we're all shitty people worse than you yeah we're we're the shittiest people (laughs) you're the worst the literal worst you're the best Mm -hmm. that's that's it that's it Mm -hmm. that's all i got that's all i have too all right well join us next month when we review another book yeah what is it with more booze um i know i have to a mind and a heart and a body and a soul something like that right Yeah, we can do that one. We're going to do a heart in the body in the world. A heart in the body in the world. In okay. the world. That's about trauma, too, so. Buckle up, crazies. Yeah. It's going to be a, a ride. It will be. All okay. right. Bye. Good stuff.